Welcome to Garage Night. Um, what is cars? What is cars? Who is cars? There's a car. There is a car. Welcome. Um, if this is posting, it's because we got it to work. We're on. We're on Zoom. We're trying this out. Jeff is out uh, this week, um, so we have a guest filling in. And as usual, I'm Randy. I'm Andy. And I am Rem. Rem is our our resident four by expert, so he'll be sharing uh, four by four tips and tricks um, and all sorts <laughs> of uh, knowledge. Um, there you go. But yeah, uh, to start off, um, take two. Good weather uh, up up here in the Pacific Northwest. It's been in the eighties. And uh, we've been working out in the yard. Um, I've been digging out flower beds, and that always takes longer than it should. Um, what have you guys been up to? Insane. A uh, bunch of yard work. I got my wife's flower bed built in the backyard. I had to dig up a tree in the front that didn't take. Uh, mm. That's always fun. My flower bed looks good. You got it kind of <laughs> in the corner on that new fence. It's like a like a three level kind of the the concrete retaining blocks yeah 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 it was interesting this first time dealing with kind of building something like that it was it was fun it looks cool that sounds terrible yeah it's (laughs) backbreaking throwing rock and dirt all day but we got it done yeah right on yard's coming along there bud it's looking good yeah one of these days we gotta get some uh I got to get a sprinkler system put together and put in the ground so I can put the grass in the side and the back still. It's nice. I had a sprinkler system in the front yard at my two houses ago. And uh, it was nice to just, uh, you just turn it on. I, you know, uh, yeah. mine was manual. I had to turn it on by hand. Ooh. Um, <laughs> but especially if you can get them automated, that's, that's the deal. But, you know, I'd go out there and I turned it on um, one night though. I would always water it at night because I'm not stupid. And so I'd leave it running for 10 minutes during the summer uh, in the evening to kind of let it soak in. One night when I had a newborn, I did forget to go (laughs) back out and turn it off. Whoops. So it did run all night. (laughs) Nice. I'll, I'll tell you what, it was late August by the time that lawn died. Yeah. They say saturating the grass like that um, will actually cause the grass to grow deeper roots, like reach further down into the ground, and then it'll pull up water uh, later into the season. So saturating every once in a while is actually not bad. Well, there you go. The more you know. (laughs) Cars and grass tonight. How about you, Rem? What have you been up to? Yeah, just uh, working, you know, uh, working away keeping uh trying to keep up with the yard work and hanging out staying safe just got back from a a bear hunt in idaho a couple weeks back i guess so where where in idaho were you guys at again north um yeah like northeast we were we were in the bitterroots for part of it and then we were out of like grangeville for the other for the other area so yeah cool and you, you brought something back yeah yeah brought back some bear meat so Gonna have some bear meat, do some tasty bear tacos soon or something. Nice. Yeah. You guys are both uh, 
gun enthusiast uh, for, you know, kind of different directions. And he's more of a target shooter and Rem's a full blown hunter. Uh, so that's actually something you guys uh, know each other from. Also, you guys went shooting a couple of times. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah. That was fun. Awesome. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go ahead and start with you, Andy. What have you been, uh, what have you been doing this week? Uh, car related uh, lucky viewers, uh, you know, eagle eyed viewers might see in the background. Uh, Andy, Andy's Cobra is there. He's the one actually recording in the garage. So bonus <laughs> the garage is ironically enough the quietest room in the house with a sleeping kid. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, tinkering wise, I really haven't done much. Um, I've, I've driven the Cobra a couple times actually since we talked last. Um, some work that needs to be done. I got to figure out the vibration I'm getting. I think it's an issue with the pinion angle. It might be a little bit off. I'm getting a bad vibration. Uh, certain speeds, it's kind of rather annoying. That and the exhaust valves are not staying closed, uh, which is rather annoying because it sounds like it's got a bad exhaust leak. When they're supposed to be closed, they're opening. Mm -hmm a little bit so it sounds terrible when they're supposed to stay closed so that's so you, what they have to work on are you going to lose you're going to lose compression that way aren't you if it's uh if the valves are staying open during the compression stroke wouldn't you uh have a power loss no 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 sorry not motor valves exhaust cutout valves oh the butterflies the butterfly yes sorry yeah yeah, the butterflies, that, that's my bad. Yeah, the butterflies not staying closed all the way, so it's giving a gnarly exhaust leak. I mentioned this a bit to Rem um, about a week ago. You want to explain to him kind of what you got going with the, with the exhaust cutouts? So the exhaust cutouts, so it's got long tube headers that come off the motor, and right off of those headers, there's a Y pipe that comes out, and on the end of one of the ends, it goes out you know, normally through the exhaust out the back of the car. The other end has got an electric solenoid attached to a butterfly valve that okay. when you switch, it opens that butterfly valve and lets you run basically. <laughs> That's so awesome. Incredibly loud and incredibly fun. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's got a leak in it. So it's, it's yeah, it's, it, the somewhere. valve isn't staying close. So I don't know what the deal is. I haven't, I have to get underneath it and check it out. Interesting. Hold the, I can hold the button to, to keep it closed, but as soon as I let go of the button, the, like the valve, the butterfly like opens back up a little bit. So <laughs> that's strange. Basically, right now it's just on loud mode, so which isn't the problem for me, but my neighbors might have an issue. Yeah. <laughs> the new uh, GT500 has a like a quiet mode, like specifically like a like a nighttime early morning don't upset your neighbors quiet mode yeah neighbor mode yeah. yeah yeah and the new corvette has something like that too they've got a it's an active exhaust yeah yeah that's that's pretty, pretty crazy pretty first time i saw that was on a uh, ctsv uh when those came out a guy had already put one on those uh, modified it when i was at a car show uh with the bullet one of the first car shows i went to and uh he kind of explained how that worked and i was like oh, i'd never heard of that before uh that time yeah. Yeah, they're kind of neat. It's a nice way to keep the, the noise down when you don't want it. Anything else you've been working on uh, garage related? 
Not a whole lot, really. Um, the focus has issues I need to fix on it, too. <laughs> I've got a list of stuff stacking up that I need to fix that I haven't. <laughs> My oh. AC apparently either went out or leaked out. I don't know why until the other day I don't want to have to drive for a couple hours and turn the AC on. Like, hmm, oh, I'm getting this warm air. That's nice. It's a nice surprise. Yeah, I've had that happen. Uh, right on the Ranger, yeah. You never know yeah. what it is because it could be the refrigerant. It could be the compressor. It could yeah. be a whole host of things. Right, yeah. Who, who knows what it is? And on the plus side, being it's been sitting outside and it hasn't been cold any longer, the battery's quit dying, so that's a plus. Hey, how, <laughs> how with one problem and with I another. I can. <laughs> but, I mean, I can't really complain too much because I bought that car for 1200 bucks. so yeah, it's still... It's yeah, that's awesome. Hey, I'll reach out and grab that Segway. Uh, $1,200 car with battery issues. Hey, <laughs> I got one of those. Well, not anymore. Uh, it's a $1,500 car with no battery issues. Yay. Um, the 5 Series finally has a new battery. Uh, it's the size of a tanker truck. Um, <laughs> big old. Big old 49 group uh, battery. Is, uh, last time I bought a battery, I think I paid $90. Uh, for uh, the one in the Ranger. I couldn't tell you what year it was, though. It was a long <laughs> time ago. Uh, too long ago, probably. Battery under 100 bucks is a good buy now. Yeah, I paid 160 for this one. Yeah. I, the, you know, it was the cheapest version of it that they had was their, was their premium. Like, they don't sell it with yeah. the economy just because it's just massive battery. Um, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I put it in, and um, since it's a BMW, it sits in the passenger side of the trunk. Uh, so I pulled that sucker out and put the new one in, and it fixed pretty much all the problems that that car had. Nice. Uh, the electric awesome. gremlins have practically been eliminated. Um, That's always nice. Electrical gremlins suck to run down. Yeah, exactly. I'm, That's I'm why hoping... they call it the uh, ultimate driving machine. <laughs> no, sure um, it's, 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 it's something alright it's fun to drive but only when it actually works um, but yeah the, the crazy thing with the lights coming on whenever they wanted it, it's not happening anymore the check engine lights have gone away um, done a full tank nice. and it's, it's just working great now um, nice that's good uh, so yeah I'm, I'm wondering if you, if you just had a dead cell maybe in the, in the old one I mean it's possible I don't really know enough about batteries specifically because uh, I mean if I would jump it or let it charge for 10 minutes to six amps it was enough to kind of get there so I think it was running like like 10 volts like just enough I mean it's a big engine in that thing to get it turning but I mean it's no bigger than the Mustang was um, yeah. so I don't know why it needs such a massive battery it's got you probably, probably get, BMWs usually have a lot more computers and whatnot on them that take power yeah i think there's three different fuse panels and uh i'm gonna go through and check uh for any draws in the system but yeah. i mean it's been a couple of weeks now we're a week today and i have no uh no further electrical problems nice um biggest thing is uh, it's been getting a little warm uh the temperature gauge is fine but it's a ford type gauge for temperature which for the uninitiated means it's fine until it overheats and then it goes from the middle to hot. 
um, and blows the heads. So yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't really want to mess with that, but it, it, the auxiliary fan kicks on way too fast, and it's a clutch fan, which you know Rem and I have uh, a lot of experience with those in our Rangers, and they're they're terrible. Uh, yeah. You can't hear the engine anymore as soon as they kick on, and you can feel the power drain. It yeah, literally drags your vehicle down. Yeah, I think you and I have both had had them go out, meaning the the actual metal clutch that the plastic fan is hooked to that is then bolted onto the 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 crank or one of the drive pulleys. Um, that's supposed to have a viscous fluid in it. That you know, it's either a viscous fluid or it's electronically controlled, and it only spins at certain times. And like once you go above a certain RPM, it's supposed to disengage. And we've both had them go out where they lock in. So it's yep. always on. Oh, yep. So you don't have to worry about overheating, but I mean, every time you go through the rev range, it's just, and it spins faster and faster and draws more power off of the engine. Uh, I with think every rev. I think mine actually had like a couple blades off of the fan missing from when I wrecked my truck. <laughs> yeah. And that'll, that'll set it so off balance. It was a, a weight reduction kind of thing. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. My Mustang had all sorts of stealth mods like that, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Stealth mods, yeah. <laughs> don't need all those blades. It's fine. Yeah. 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 You don't need blades. You don't need dome lights. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I don't think my, uh, my, my clutch fan is out because I, you know, I opened up the hood and I looked at it. It looks brand new. Yeah. Um, so it makes me think, and it's still shiny. I'm thinking, you know, I, I, that, I don't feel like that's the problem. I feel like it's uh, electronically controlled because BMW. Um, <laughs> so I'm thinking that the thermostat might be bad. And that's, you know, I need to get into the water pump and replace that impeller anyway, just to be sure. Um, and so while I'm in there, I'll replace the thermostat. Uh, maybe see if I can get one that turns on a little slightly higher, um, slightly higher, like 175 instead of what I believe is 165. Um, see if that has, has any change. Um, I gotta look into it a little bit more, but I'd like that fan not to come on as often. And, you know, maybe I could take that off and cause I have a auxiliary pull, uh, pusher fan on the front of the radiator. So I'm hoping I can get a puller, an electronic puller for the back of the radiator instead. That was going to be my suggestion is just get rid of the mechanical fan. Yeah. And I'd like to do that for sure. I just know these, uh, these motors have a, a tendency to overheat and yeah. I would like it to not. Blow yeah. Andy, not to go off on a tangent, but what would that look like to, to swap that out? It shouldn't be, shouldn't be too bad. I mean, there's, especially for that car, I'm sure there's plenty of aftermarket stuff. Available. To like electrical? To what? You'd be going to electrical or what? Uh, yeah, I would go to electrical. Yeah, just get rid of the mechanical yeah. fan off That's the front. not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you can fit one of the, the dual fan setups uh, yeah. on it instead of just one big one. You can get two smaller ones, and sometimes those will work a little bit better. But yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to do that. I know uh, um, El Jefe has that set up on his Fox. Yeah. Um, so I'll probably work pretty closely with him because he's only about 20 minutes from me now um uh we just gotta get electrical electrical connectors from harbor freight because i think no that's... you don't no you don't <laughs> i've warned you about this we've, we've talked about this 
Uh, stupid story, electrical connectors. connectors. Um, Andy helped me. I think we were working. Yeah, we, we actually, you know what? Andy and I did this once. We put an electrical fan on the Fox body. Fox, yes. Yeah, on the blue Fox. That <clears> I had. Um, so he came over and we, we did replace and we, we got that installed. To this day, I don't know what we did wrong, but the next day the battery was dead and we just had a massive draw that we could not could not nail I, down. I Three wires, had, what did we do? I think we hooked into an always hot, not a key on. Yeah, yeah. This is we just never figured out what source we hooked to. Yeah, that's probably what it was. We just grabbed whatever was nearest. <laughs> yeah. Did not get all the directions, maybe. Yeah, directions? I don't know. No, I have, no, a, no, I have no. a very specific in, memory right? from that night. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Andy did a, a trick shot. He dropped an electrical connector on the ground, bounced uh, like off of the car, onto the ground, over, and then back into the bin of his electrical connectors. <laughs> it, was, it was a different color, so we knew it was a, it was you know the wrong one. He's like, it went it went home. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what I'll do is I'll try and put an electrical fan setup uh, in there. Um, other than that, you know, I watching Jeff get the paint done on the Bronco. Um, yeah. I was just what, thinking, what color is he doing? It's a it's a silver. It's the the factory uh, silver that came on it, but it's. Um, his had a lot of spots that the kind of rust was popping through and, and popping some of it off. And yeah. I believe it was the original paint or it's been I think painted so. I think once. Was, since I think it was painted once. Yeah. I think he was, he was kind of disappointed with who, how the paint was done on it anyway, but uh, he sent us some pictures and it looks wonderful. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sweet. So you know, I considered redoing the mineral gray on uh, the five series, but I might keep it as a sleeper and eventually Spend that money on a Vortec instead. I'm with Brent. Don't paint it. Yeah. The, the focus is faded too, but I'm not going to paint it. I mean, yeah. Modify it and have fun with it. That's what I would do. Exactly. Yep. You know, keep yep. it you know, the kind of the, the little bit of the sleeper look to it. Faded, faded paint, you know, it gives it some character. Oh, yeah. No, we're faded paint. We can, uh, we can change the paint color on it. We can put some mud tires on it. You know, there's, there's a lot of ways that can go, but yeah. yeah. Off-road ways it could go. Oh yeah, <laughs> a little bit of a lift, some some mud, mud tires. Yeah. Speaking of lifts and mud tires, I thank you for the segue. <laughs> your check is in the mail. Um, uh, Rem, you're the kind of believe it or not, you are the off-road expert here. You are the guru. You have actually <laughs> done more than just off-road tires. Um, you have a. Is it technically a first-gen Toyota? It is. Well, it is. yes, they call it a first gen because it's the, it's the first generation that they did four wheel drive from the factory. Mm -hmm. So what, um, but it's the square. Before then they did have like the two wheel Toyotas, but. Oh, so what year, what year is it? So yeah, it's a 1982. 82. So that's the square headlight first gen, right? I have the square headlights. They did make certain ones had round headlights, um, but it is the first generation of the Toyota pickups that had four wheel drive. I don't know if I mentioned that before or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Four wheel drive from the factory. You picked that thing up. It was, it was 
almost stock. all original when you got yeah. that thing. Yeah, bone stock. I found it from a guy who had he had been maintaining it from his dad, and it was, you know, on twenty nine inch, twenty eight inch tires, it, gold gold rims. It had a like a two tone canopy on it, which I still have on it. Um, less miles than my Ranger, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so. I don't know, got a pretty decent deal on it. And uh, I had a buddy that's had a first-gen Toyota, so we kind of lifted it ourselves. And So what you, you what'd know. you end up doing? Because that <clears throat> you didn't buy a lift kit for that truck. You, you yeah, kind of I was, pieced everything yeah. together. Yeah, I didn't know how in-depth you wanted me to go. So, yeah. Go we, for um, it. We did a whole Andy build uh, <laughs> a couple, couple weeks ago on that. Yeah, so this is actually cities. pretty good, and I have some good memories of this truck. So we started out – we. Um, you know, we piece together like a lot of people do. They do the Chevy Leaf Springs. Um, I think they're like from a half ton or something like that. And they're 63 inch Leaf Springs. And so you run those in the rear. Some guys will take like some of the Leafs out, but we ran that in the rear. And then a lot of guys will run the rears up front and that'll give you like a good amount of lift, maybe four or five inches. Mm -hmm. um, my buddy, Nate, he had, he had like a leaf pack that he had kind of put together. So we ended up running that up front, but, uh, what was great about this is I remember when we first lifted it, um, we, we couldn't do it all at once. So I drove it to my buddy's father-in-law shop and we got there and this was in Milwaukee and we, uh, got it set up, you know, we were working, taking stuff off, doing all this work, gas, you know, gas tanks coming off all, all this grinding all the old, the old, uh, spring perches off the leaf, leaf spring hangers and stuff like that. <clears throat> so, we we get it lifted and i remember like by the time everything was back on bolted on welded up and we couldn't figure out how to get this like like this uh i don't know if it was like a skid cover for like the gas tank but we couldn't figure out which way it went on so i just threw it in the back of the truck we were like delirious at this point it's like two in the morning and we're covered in like oil and water and you know like you do. just yeah all this and anyways it's like all right well it's time to go home so i drove this thing lifted in the rear you know however much <laughs> bone stock and i drove it home in my i took my pants off because they were so oily and dirty and i threw them on this you know on the floor so i'm like driving pantsless all the way home at like two or three in the morning i was like man if i get pulled over i'm gonna have a story for this guy <laughs> right yeah and i was just like yeah it was bad but anyways we got after that, we, you know, the front wasn't hard to lift. I ended up, I ended up buying a used pair of, uh, which Randy remembers this, but I, I ended up buying like an used set of 35, 10, 5, 15, uh, you know, interco mm -hmm. boggers for it. And so it was sitting up really tall on some 35 skinnies and some pizza cutters, if you will. And that yeah. thing just like tore through the snow. It was great. But that, that thing, even in its first iteration, was uh, was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I left the canopy on it. Uh, I did put a Detroit locker in the rear. And then I think it was probably, I don't know, shoot, I can't remember. It was probably a year or two later after the lift was done. I put a, I had 529s installed for gearing. Mm -hmm. um, so as it sits now, which I could be able to show you, but as it sits now, it's on 35, 12, 5, 15 you know, uh, BFG KM2s and canopy still on it. And yeah, sitting in the garage, still alive. Yeah. And you drove, you just drove it this week, right? 
I just drove it today. I had a buddy that uh, wanted to wanted to check it out, so we drove it around Malala here for a little bit and uh, didn't die. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I drove it a couple weeks ago, actually, just just around the yeah. block, just because yep. we kind of got a wild hair to to do that one. I was out that yep. way, and um, other than a, a weird kind of fuel starvation issue that it has, that yep. thing was just super fun. You just even just driving around it's it's novel because you know you get in and this thing's uh, it's absolutely 19 you know early 80s when you step in it's still got the original uh radio in it and it's yeah. got like the stick there's a sticker on the uh glove, on the box. glove box yeah yeah and it shows you know where to move the stick for four high and four low and the, and the transfer gaze gears it, it explains the transfer case gears the horn still works on this thing so it sounds like a slug bug mm-hmm. i mean yeah <laughs> that's oh, super yeah. good and and the canopy is just this old aluminum um kind of quilted it's that quilted metal yeah you know yep. uh, i was tone. yeah i was trying to figure out how to explain that yeah yeah it, it looks as old as the truck like so it's it's got super it's got a lot of um like a, a lot of character to it like there's a spot like it's a you should mention it's like a like a, a a kind of a dust dust brown color yeah it's like a it's like a real light tan yeah yeah and uh there's a spot where the mirrors it's obviously <laughs> had like uh just kind of aftermarket toe mirrors that drill into you know just um yeah yeah. You know, below the windows into the into the door and then it got like like kind of bondoed and painted back over so it's got kind of these these rectangles of a brown that's, yep. that's very much a different color it yep. just kind of gives it this um like you know well like a patch on a pair of jeans that gives it, it you yeah know, it you gives know you, that one from any it, other one it's curious because like so i had a there was a lot of stuff this thing was wired up and rigged up to be towed behind a vehicle and so I don't know how, I don't know like what the true mileage is on it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like it has, it has like some spots where you could see they used to tow it. You can see where it used to have the mirrors on it. Well, the front bumper still has the tow yeah, bar. I left on a it, lot like of that big on metal there. tow bar. Yep. yep. I left it. I left that on there cause I figured it kind of, kind of helps. It's a little, little bit of protection, you know, and there, mm-hmm. there's a few things, but man, that truck has some character like, but yeah, it's and the, yeah. the front bumper and balance is stock, and you know the rear is just sands bumper. Dude, uh, my my running lights still work. Um, yeah, so cool. there there is so many light, everything on that truck. There's like pretty much, I have like the oil pressure light, like a, a gauge, that mm-hmm. still works. Um, there's a lot of stuff in that truck that still works. That most dudes that have these Toyotas, you know, those don't work. <laughs> it feels like I'm not bragging. For, I'm just saying it's someone weird. forgot it in a barn. You know? That works on Randy's cars. <laughs> Past and present. I replaced Jeff. I can replace you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's I. I love that little truck. Um, it's you didn't. Yeah, you didn't get to take it though. If we take it on one of the highways or anywhere yeah. where we can get above fifty miles an hour, it's a whole nother donkey. <laughs> yeah, that. I'll just I'll just wait till <laughs> till we get to the uh, rock crawling area, and then I'll then I'll get in. I'll just leave oh, the freeways man. to you. <laughs> yeah, when you get fifty five to sixty on that thing, it's a whole nother monster. I bet. Yeah. 
Yeah. It might, might get spooky. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, gonna kind of segue into, uh, our topic for the, for the rest of the evening. Um, you know, what can you put boggers on? Pretty much Ooh. anything, right? You just gotta try hard <laughs> enough. I like this. Um, so we're all from the Pacific Northwest and something that started out here that has become huge and everyone knows about it is the Gambler 500. Um, you both know more about the gambler than I do. I have a tangential relationship with it. Uh, my brother-in-law um, is part of a group that built an ambulance, the gambulance, as it were. The, the rambulance, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it's just an E-series uh, van ambulance that they uh, that they take on on the gambler. And so the the original idea behind the gambler 500 was that you get a $500 car, kind of like the Lemons Racing. Uh, and you try to go on this. It's about as legal as the cannonball run that we mentioned a couple weeks back. Uh, um, it's an, an off-road waypoint rally type. Yeah. Set. And so you try and go from A to B at certain checkpoints. Um, and it's very grassroots. Just a couple of people came up with the idea. And now it's kind of gotten, you know, huge. Uh, so there's tons of people and there's sponsored rigs that are $60,000 and, uh, yeah, out there. So it kind of just become anarchy. It's just, hey, it's a fun thing to go do. But yeah. it encourages well, they, people. And to, their motto is like, fun over rules. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's people showing up with expensive vehicles and there's people showing up with $400 vehicles. Yeah, which is great. So, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. So uh what are some of the craziest ideas? Because we've all had ideas of what we would like to do. If we had $1,000 to just spend without our wives getting mad at us <laughs> on, on a gambler rig, um, you know, what would we want to build? I know Rem has some pretty strong feelings on this. The, the, <laughs> what I want to do the most is I want to get the escort in its mm -hmm. old form. The rally escort. Yeah. Rally escort lift it and put some mud tires on it and send it just send it because you got to have you got to have all those all the stuff on it. you got to have the um oh everything the, the, the victory pipe the hood Andy, the dyno on that tail. on that escort is it a front wheel or rear wheel yeah at the front gross but he's got a big victory <laughs> hey, pipe with that, a flapper on it <laughs> that escort rim that escort went down the mountain to the shooting pit when that no, no, no. Hey, I mean, don't get me wrong. Front wheel drive, dude. That thing would kill it. Like you said, if, if we figured out some ungodly way to lift that thing and put tires on it. Oh, yeah. Um, then front wheel drive, man. Yeah, I'd go a lot of places. Yeah. Randy was speechless when I sent that thing down the, down the back road to the shooting pit. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, yeah. Pull me out. Oh, yeah. sure of it. <laughs> and that's the one I want to do the most. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you already have it. So that'd be a good way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you right. thought about bringing it over for the gambler? It's, it's back at my parents' house. My dad ended up, we, we sold the car when I moved over here and my dad has sold it to somebody and actually bought it back from him. And so he's got <laughs> it again. It's sitting, sitting in his garage. So I could, I could totally use it if, if we want. Dude, that's good to know, man. That's good to know. Careful, he's filed that away. That's going to happen now. 
Well, he he give me that over the boss of the truck, so <laughs> give me the give me the escort. <laughs> don't don't rally the lightning. I don't don't rally the lightning. No, bad things happen when you when you run on that. We know this. Uh, Rem, this is me taking the leash off. Go for it. What do you want to What do you want to do Ooh. for the gambler? <laughs> Ooh, it's getting warm in here. <laughs> oh man. Ideally, if I was to do if I was to do it, and I know it's already been done, and I don't care, I would find. I don't know. It's like I think it's like ninety-one to ninety-eight Mazda MPV van. Um, yes. Andy knows what I'm talking yes. about, man. Those things should be pretty much. Those are made for hunting dinosaurs. You know, like <laughs> you got all the doors you need. You got inside space. They came. They came with. I still don't know if it's all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive, but it's good enough. Um, yeah, ideal, man. I, I've, I've been looking at them and I find them all over the part, you know, parts of the Northwest, but I don't know. We'll see. No, that would be fun. I mean, I, I don't really have a good answer because my brain always goes to just something that I know is already capable and then just trying to make it do the harder stuff. Like, you know, my brain goes to like a 97 Explorer Sport. You know, one yeah. of the two doors yeah. keeps it yeah. really short coupled and just see how extreme that thing will go with yeah. minor modifications. If oh, you don't yeah. worry about body damage. Well, weld the rear diff. Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, like what I'm, what I'm saying is like, I mean, so MPV would be ideal, especially cause you could sleep in the back of that thing. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, and I've seen them lifted, but if you, I feel like, I would either do an all-wheel drive, you know, a must would be an all-wheel drive or a front-wheel drive, preferably like all-wheel drive. And then honestly, from there, all you just got to do is start, you know, trimming bumper. Um, You somehow have to figure out how to get bigger tires on it, you know, and then yeah, you're set. (laughs) Another thing I've also thought would, would be fun would be like a, like I've seen a Mazda Miata done. But what about yeah. a Mr. Two, a Toyota MR2? Because that's another kind of small. I'm sure. Lightweight. I'm sure that someone's you've done one. Oh well, I don't think we can no. name anything that hasn't been done. I uh, can. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's just there's so many uh, weird things that people take out there. I mean, it's almost become commonplace to see Crown Vicks lifted out there. Yeah, those are that, like normal. Bunch of those done. Yeah, that's just average now. Like, who's yeah, that's, that's, that's par for the course now. Yeah, they're so they're so cheap and easy to, to throw stuff at. Yeah, yeah. 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 That a Panther platform's got so much. A buddy of mine from college did it. Uh, I want to say a couple of years ago now. He took a bone stock blue like '99 V6 Mustang. How'd, how'd that go? I was talking about like what like ghetto lifted it put some bigger tires on it I don't know why but he put a sunroof in it just because he could <laughs> okay and he said it was a blast um I if I remember right the car didn't make it the whole way I think it I think Dan didn't let go or something like three quarters of the way back and like they oh man put it for sale on Craigslist yeah, I think it was in like Prineville and somebody bought it cheap and they got some other car and came back with that that's nice. awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other vehicle that would be sweet would be, I don't know, Randy, what, what, what year was James's Astrovan? Cause I mean, that's, 
Oh yeah, all-wheel drive Astrovan, like a '98 uh, Astrovan. His was his yeah. was a GMC Safari. I mean, you're gonna need a you're gonna need exhaust on that thing. <laughs> I got you know, that. You're gonna need some big old rims, but well, besides that, well, James from from uh, just another side quest. He, we were talking about his um, that he had through high school. It had this body kit on it that was. <laughs> Very clearly attached with a few sheet metal screws and caulking. Oh man! Oh, nice. And it was it was fun because every couple of years, like I we'd go over to his house or see him or something, and it'd be missing another piece. Yeah, <laughs> like one side skirt or the or and the it back. had and it had terrible like aftermarket wheels on it too. Oh yeah, those are pretty rough. I don't know. You, you can't. You can't do worse than what was on my v6 when i bought it <laughs> yeah th- that was up there those were atrocious along with the taillights that's that's a bit much it, well the taillights we properly disposed of yeah i don't know if you remember any but james's van had like full-on digital um yeah digital readout like the the dash, the dash. full yeah. digital yeah high and it tech. was just big old like 32 miles per hour like it was great yeah, that's so that, you know, people, your mom can be sitting in the third row in the back and know exactly how fast you're going. <laughs> how much yeah. you were speeding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, that thing didn't speed. That had the 4.3 liter V6 oh, yeah. uh, Chevy. Man. That you know, thing. but hey, you know what else it had, dude? He had, it had two dual big old inch subs in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the way that sound works is it uses air... Yeah. The more air you have, the more sound. <laughs> At a certain point, James took almost all of the he would take all of the seats out so there was only the driver and passenger seat <laughs> and two twelves in the back. Oh my God. Yeah. So the, that thing slapped. The whole thing oh, became a giant subwoofer box. Yeah. We'd go to lunch in that thing and he'd just put on like whatever trap music and it was just great. Oh yeah, because he's an audio engineer. So even back then he was making his own Yeah, dubstep before it was you know it was 2009 you know not a lot of people were before that yeah so yeah exactly 2009 is by the end of it so late 2007 yeah that was a good that's a good rig (laughs) yeah again that would have been a good gambler rig it's a shame you know what i actually rode in that one time um I went with uh, his family over to Central Oregon, and on our way back, we got whiteout blizzard conditions going over Mount Hood here in Oregon, and it was absolute whiteout. Like all of a sudden, there was a car in front of us, like three feet in front of us, and we didn't know until they hit their brake lights. Like, but this thing was a champ. No winter tires, just yeah. the you know stock all-wheel drive on yep. this GMC Safari, and. We had no trouble. Sure, we were yeah. only doing 30, but I mean, we were doing 30 uh, and it was accumulating snow in front of us. Uh, I mean, it was at yeah. one point, it was probably four inches deep. That thing got us home. No problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was warm. It was, I was impressed. So, yeah, I, I think a van is just kind of the way to Dude. go because you can put friends in it. And then, Dude. worst case, you get enough people, you can just lift it up and off of the obstacle. And keep well, and you, you, could throw, you could throw all terrains or mud terrains on that thing and it would go anywhere. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, after this call, I'm going to Craigslist, and we're going to find a van. Oh yeah, right. yeah. Craigslist is going to be lit tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for lift parts for the Escort. If anybody has anything. <laughs>
Oh, I'd love to see uh, all of us. I out mean, with, uh, rigs. I I do have I do have like my the old E three fifty at work, but it's a it's a V ten rear wheel drive. So I mean, that thing's rowdy in a completely different way. Yeah, that, <laughs> I mean, there's that that thing. I mean, I could probably take that on the trip. If we it weld enough steel, too, so. if we weld enough steel plate seal plates to the bottom of it, it would keep it from being top heavy and be skid plating. You know, hey, there you go. Yeah. Just bring it over to Jeff's. Just weld some solid quarter inch plate on the bottom. Good to go. Inch plate yeah. for sure. Inch yeah. plate. <laughs> oh man, four inch, like a tank. You're gonna need a tank in the back because it's gonna suck down so much fuel. Yeah, well, that thing <laughs> does to begin with. Where yeah. you can go, you can't go far from eight. Eight miles to the gallon, you're already there. <laughs> you can go from eight to five and notice the difference. Man, back in the day, that thing used to get after it. But yeah, because it, del- there's no weight. No, you you would go do deliveries, and when you're done with deliveries, you know it'd be empty, and then that thing would just accelerate. I mean, it's basically you know 350 horsepower and you know 3,000 pounds, and yeah. there's nothing like yeah. maybe a thousand of it was from the front, you know driver's seat back. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. Front. So yeah, just it skate. Yep. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I think we're gonna call that an episode. Um, so, uh, before I, uh, end the recording, you guys have any other, uh, final thoughts for the folks at home? Well, no, I, I mean, gambler 500, it needs to happen. A vehicle needs to happen. Agreed. We need to figure out something either each of us or find a, a mutual project. We should definitely do this. Yeah. Yep. Adding to our, our list from a couple of weeks ago, another another trip we need to do. We need to finally do the yep. gambler. We've been talking about it for forever, and I know if Jeff was here, he'd be about doing something. Yeah, Jeff's gonna want to bring this up again next week because he's a yeah. huge gambler guy. Ooh, we should gamble the Falcon. Oh, yes. Would he do that? I don't know. Not not knowingly. I, d- I doubt maybe it. Another one. Oh, maybe we find a, a gross one, and but he he'll know how to work on them. So yeah. That's an idea. To the Falcon. Game with the Falcon, but throw a five liter in it first. Well, we can source one, just pull it out of the Mustang. That doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't drive it, right? Exactly. <laughs> He'll never notice it. <laughs> Three years from definitely, now, I would have. definitely won't have functional AC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or, okay. Neither of them would have AC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, well, Definitely uh, stay home, stay safe, and find a gambler. Leave your house to go get the gambler and then work on it until uh, everything's opened up. And we should all do the gambler. Parts overnight from Japan. It'll be fine. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Uh, This is where we're going to tell the folks good night. Good night, everybody. Bye. listening to the garage night podcast a special thanks for jeff tracy and annie tamlin for joining the show this week until next week keep turning wrenches woof (laughs) on location from central coast (laughs) (laughs) all right